Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. If you're a little confused about digital marketing for your business, you are not alone. It seems to be a mystery world for a lot of people, and today we're joined by Rachel Krebling with Bell Strategies to give us all the ins and outs for the best digital marketing program for your business in 2022 and beyond. Rachel, I just want to start out. It is people are planning. Businesses are planning for 2022. There's so much happening. It's a smart thing to do. And I think the one thing that baffles so many businesses these days is what to do with digital marketing. Everybody thinks if I just throw up an Instagram account and I've got some Facebook and I'm tweeting over here or doing this, that covers it. But that doesn't really cover it. Give us the lay of the land first. When we talk about digital marketing, what does that entail? What does that really encompass in your mind? Sure. So digital marketing is when we leverage online tools and platforms to promote our businesses. So beyond the social ones that you touched on, generally speaking, digital marketing must-haves are things like SEO, so search engine optimization, email marketing, the social media, of course, online advertising, oftentimes a big one, and reputation management. So generating those reviews that really help to lead to sales. Those are the five big ones. I think people are confused about digital marketing. I think people are afraid mm -hmm. of digital marketing and in many ways. They don't yeah. quite know what to do with it, how to, how to work with it. What do you think is the biggest mistake that you see businesses making when it comes to their digital marketing? I think oftentimes people forget the value of SEO, which is essentially free. It just takes time and energy to build out the type of content that's going to help search engines index your website or the other places that you're posting, like social or Pinterest, for example. And they focus really heavily on the socials or sometimes throw a bunch of money at Google ads. And they're missing that really foundational piece of just talking about what your business does, utilizing the kinds of keywords and phrases that people use when they're searching for your business and making sure you're putting that in the place where you're most likely to be found, which of course is your home base, your website, and a really fun place like Google Business. Of course, search engines love to hear more about your business. Well, I think too, people are confused because the rules change a lot. It's not, oh my gosh, they do. <laughs> not a static environment. You know, rules are changing on Google search, rules change and algorithms are moving. So I think that's so key to having someone like you, a digital marketing expert who can kind of help navigate those minefields of that. What do you think is um, something a business owner could do right now at the beginning of 2022 to improve their digital marketing? I touched on that just there briefly. It really, I think one of the biggest things that we need to do in 2022 is to optimize your Google business profile. So it's a really a misconception that digital marketing is hard or you have to be a big nerd like me or an expert. It actually is quite simple and it just comes down to utilizing these platforms such as Google business, which is just an extension of the search engine where you're enabled, you're encouraged to list your business and all the important things that are, are relevant to someone who might be searching for you. So this is the thing that shows up when people type in, it's on the right-hand side of your search review, uh, search results, I mean. And to optimize, it takes just about 15 minutes. 
Now, when you're, there are trends happening all the time. What do you think, in your estimation, what are um, some of the marketing trends that you think are coming down the pike in 2022 that businesses should be aware of? Well, continuing a little bit with the Google business element is it has a lot to do with the automation elements that can come into play when someone finds your business and the many ways that that can happen. Um, you want to be able to make sure that you're following up with them quickly and easily. So a big trend is automation. Now we know that in itself is not a trend. However, the big, huge amount of leads that many companies are seeing coming in online as compared to simply calling or walking in as we might've seen in a few years ago or a decade ago, um, we need to be able to answer those people quickly and efficiently. So automation tools, something like a chat bot or an SMS text option will allow you to add things like frequently asked questions and create a, an immediate and personal response to whatever that uh, prospect is asking for, which is great, especially for small business owners who just don't have time to be in their DMs on Instagram or answering every email or doing things like that. So oftentimes the pushback I get from that, especially um, in our market, is that it can feel impersonal because the whole point of customer service is to have that you know, one-to-one -one touch point and be able to answer someone's questions. Um, but it's really not re meant, uh, meant to replace customer service. In fact, it's, it's important to note how a chatbot can actually improve customer service by getting your prospect the information that they want right away. So this is actually proven to increase sales significantly. Um, and if you're worried at all about that personal element, you can always include and really should include the option to contact you directly, like putting your email address in the automated response or even your phone number if you're comfortable with that. So agree with that, Rachel. I mean, automated doesn't mean non-customer service in many cases, especially today, because mm -hmm. we've all gotten used to instant gratification. I think it's impressive actually, when somebody, when I have a text response or something very quickly, I'm like, oh, wow, that business is on top of it. That business cares about, about me as a customer. That's somebody I want to do business with. So I think it has that effect as well. And you mentioned too, and I agree with you on this one, that, that so many small business owners in particular, they wear 5,000 hats. You know, yeah. they're in charge of inventory, <laughs> marketing, sales, purchasing, everything. So how can this marketing be streamlined? Do you have a way that you really recommend that it, it becomes streamlined so a business can still do all those other things they need to be doing? Absolutely. Um, my best recommendation for taking the overwhelm out of any big effort and digital marketing does fall under that category just because there's so much that goes into it. Um, so to take the overwhelm out is just to break it down into manageable tidbits. So as a small business owner myself, I know it's actually stressful <laughs> to consider adding more work to an overflowing plate, uh, even when I know it can increase sales and boost revenue. So when hiring a consultant or having some marketing employees just isn't an option, your best plan is really to pick a single platform and master it over time. So whether it's a social media app, an email marketing tool, Google ads, SEO, whatever that you choose, you just want to pick one. That way it's not so overwhelming. There's not just hours and hours that you need to invest to get really good at it and to see those results. Um, and if you're wondering, how do I, how do I pick from these lists? Um, rather than just throw a dart, I would ask myself, what do I like doing? So 
So if you're creative, you might enjoy learning a social media platform. And if you're um, a data nerd <laughs> like me, Google ads and analytics might be a great place to start. Um, if you like writing, you can start building out those email automations or working on your SEO, which is just like blogging or I keep going back to this one. I, I can't harp on this one enough. Your Google business page, make sure that's right. Um, pick something you can already do and then just start learning a platform that aligns with your skill. Now, what if a small business doesn't have a huge budget? I know that's always a concern of like, oh my gosh, this is going to cost me a bazillion dollars. What about <laughs> those businesses who are really working hard to kind of trim their marketing budgets or at least enhance them and maximize them as much as they can? So I don't even think you need a marketing budget to be successful. And there are a bunch of case studies that can prove that out. Digital marketing really levels the playing field. I know countless really countless small businesses who have no budget at all. And what they're doing is they're just spending time and energy on the platforms until the ROI, the return on investment can justify spending money as well. So the issue for small businesses, I know this one, uh, feels like I don't have money or time. So what do you do then? Um, so often I suggest finding a way to streamline. We touched on that briefly already. So I just have a, a very simple exercise that I can recommend. Um, if it sounds like you, I would just grab a pen and paper, set your phone timer, truly set it for four minutes. That's all it will take. And just casually jot down all the different ways your customers find you. So word of mouth, if you have a brick and mortar, maybe they're driving by your sign, finding you on Instagram, all the different ways that prospects are finding you. And when you look at this list, you'll pretty instantly get a gist of where your time is best spent because you know which of these things are driving um, the most valuable traffic, whether to your site or your store. And then of course, sales, <laughs> very important element there. So the quick exercise will also likely identify at least one thing that you spend time on that might not be worth it. And so that oftentimes frees up some space in your life for that time that you need to focus on the stuff that does work and digital marketing can enhance any of the things that work. Anything on your list, you can pick something. Say you decided, hey, you know what? I like to write, I'm gonna try blogging. And I can see that a lot of people are finding me through word of mouth. So I'm gonna start talking to my clients and the people who are on my, you know, tops of my leads and answering the questions that they have for me in blog form. So that way, when people who've never met me, who haven't referred to me yet, find me online, I'm already building that kind of loyalty that I know my current clients value. It's amazing. Four minutes can bring such a wealth of information and, and keep a business from, you know, majoring in the minors, as I like to call it, <laughs> spending time on those things that, while they might be simple and easy for you and comfortable, I think that's mm -hmm. the big word, comfortable, they might not be the best place for you to be. Rachel, we are going to touch base with you throughout 2022 because you have already you. given in the span of just a few minutes some great, great information. And as we talked about, that's always changing. So we'll be touching base with Rachel again to find out ways you can maximize your digital marketing throughout the year. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.